Hello, my dearest, loveliest listeners. It's me, Clementine Ford, your favourite internet mother, back with another episode of Dear Clementine here on the Nova Podcast Network. I am recording today on the land of the Wurundjeri people. Remember, wherever you are, know whose land you're on. Let's get to today's episode. Dear Clementine, I feel aggrieved and angry constantly about the patriarchy and by virtue straight men that benefit from it, usually who are blissfully unaware or who choose to not acknowledge it. While some of that emotion is helpful and I do my best to channel it in a good way and educate those around me, I can't help but think of the quote, resentment is like drinking the poison and expecting your enemy to die. How do I reconcile my passion for equality and my deep patriarchal rage with my need and want to continue to exist amongst, sleep with and have relationships with straight men? Well, my love, you are not the first and you certainly will not be the last person slash woman, if that is how you identify, who is gripped by this terrible paradox, rage, rage against the patriarchy and all that it inflicts against us. And as you said, the blissfully unaware or deliberately obtuse men who benefit from its structures. And the fact that you also like men and you want to hang out with men sometimes, well, some of them anyway, and you want to sleep with men and potentially form relationships with men. How do you balance those two things? It's really tricky. Partly why it's so tricky is because we are not allowed to be honest about patriarchy in this world. We are always taught and conditioned, especially as women, to provide caveats and disclaimers whenever we speak about the reality of patriarchy and its violent impact on women, and yes, on men too, but on women in very particular specific ways, usually meted out by men. We are not allowed to talk about that. We always have to say, well, not all men, or most men are amazing and great and wonderful and would never ever hurt a woman. What? How do we know that? Was there a study done? Was there a statistical data longitudinal research program conducted? Not that I'm aware of. Now, you may have seen on Instagram or TikTok recently a reel, a clip from a podcast uh, from Chidera Egaru, who otherwise goes by The Slum Flower, who said something so profoundly accurate and true and I, that I think most of us can relate to, and that is that she said, I don't hate men. I hate men who enforce patriarchy, but that's most men. And so what do you do with that? And it was such a great question and reflection because most men enforce patriarchy. They may not be out there, you know, actively hunting down women, but it's the same way as saying that, like, you don't have to be burning crosses on your lawn to be a racist. A lot of oppressive behaviour and the perpetuation of oppression against marginalised people and the recipients of patriarchal violence, racist violence, um, you know, ableist violence, transphobic violence, all of these kinds of isms that work to reinforce power structures, most of it is under the radar. Most of it is just neutrality in the face of oppression. Most of it is just insidious, uh, underhanded perpetuation of systems that work in the favour of the people who are being benefited by them. And they don't have to actually be out there cracking whips and enforcing them themselves. They just get to benefit from it. So the fact that so many men not only enforce patriarchy for their own benefit, but also never speak out against patriarchy, never speak out against violent men in any way that is 
truly threatening to their own lives. And when I say threatening, I don't mean, you know, that puts them under harm, risk of physical harm. I wouldn't suggest that anyone puts themselves in the risk of, you know, in the way of physical risk. But that doesn't threaten anything about their comfort, doesn't threaten anything about their status, doesn't threaten anything about their position amongst the boys. That most men operate, as I said, in this position of neutrality, where patriarchy just gets to be something that swirls around them and benefits them and gives them particular privileges, but that they can pretend they don't see because they don't actively enforce it themselves through, you know, conscious means. So you are correct to be furious about patriarchy and you're correct to be furious about the ways in which so many men refuse to see it, acknowledge it, or even listen to the women who are out there doing the work, talking about it and trying to dismantle it, not just for the benefit of women, but also for the benefit of men too. I am furious about those things. How do I reconcile that with the fact that I also have men who I love, who I'm friends with, who I admire and who I enjoy spending time with, but who I know deep down in my heart still also are neutral, still also never put themselves on the line the way that I do when it comes to dismantling patriarchy, still really at at their core get a little bit uncomfortable when I have these deep conversations with them. I know it. I recognise it. I see it in them because they don't know how to navigate their own position. They don't want to give up the power. They don't want to challenge other men in their lives because that feels risky to them. And so they feel if they just sort of stand there and do nothing, that that's the same as doing something. And it's not. I don't know what we do with that information. All I know is that when it comes to dismantling patriarchy, women are doing the bulk of the work. And when it comes to perpetuating relationality between men and women, women are also doing the bulk of the work. Women are the ones who are caring primarily about men and men's position in the world, men's position in oppressive structures. Men, Women are the ones who are seeking to figure out how can I still have relationships with men when I have all this rage. It's not men who are out there going, how can I dismantle patriarchy so women feel safe around me? How can I work in my own little corner of the world to make it easier and safer for her so that she feels like she can trust me, but also so that I know that I'm actually doing something of benefit and value to the world and to the women who live in it. They are not doing that work. So that for me is where part of the rage comes from too, is that we are not only doing the work to fucking end patriarchy, but we're also doing it while still trying to figure out how to partner with men, still trying to figure out how to be friends with men. We are trying to end patriarchy whilst circumventing the need to end our connection with men. Andrea Dworkin, you know, the incredible second wave radical feminist who's writings are just incredible and we should all revisit. Andrea Dworkin addressed a group of people. She was delivering a lecture on rape and essentially like men's violence. And she said, have you ever wondered, she was challenging men in the room to do their part to to actively end rape and to actively end men's violence against women. And she said, and I'm paraphrasing here, have you ever wondered why women have not taken up arms against men? It's not for a lack of kitchen knives. It's because we believe in men's humanity, despite all evidence to the contrary. And that for me is a powerful quote that has always stuck right in my heart. We 
the women believe in men's humanity in a way that most men simply refuse to see ours. Even if they think they like women, they refuse to see our humanity as being distinct from theirs, as being distinct from the role of supporters to their humanity, as being in and of itself humanity in its own right. And most men refuse to go to bat for women the way that we go to bat for them. And so I don't have an answer for you. All I know is that you are right to feel that rage and that if you try and suppress it and if you try and swallow it down or somehow neuter it or even just defang it because you're also trying to figure out how to do the other thing we're so good at doing as women, which is building bridges with men and creating relationality with them, then you will do yourself a mental and emotional harm. You have to figure out how to have those two realities and hold them at the same time. And maybe what that means is that you can partner with men, you can be friends with men, you can enjoy men's company, but you never forget that at their core, they are not fighting for you in the same way that you're fighting for them. They are not out there asking the questions that you're asking about how to have relationships with women, about how to to bridge those gaps with women. They're not doing that work. You're doing that work. So by all means, continue to bridge. By all means, continue to have friends, continue to build relationships with men. But don't do it at the expense of your own well-being. And sometimes that rage can feel all-consuming, but it can also be incredibly healing as well because it it means that you are still able to see the reality for what it is and you have not participated in your own gaslighting that has made you feel like in order to be a person in this world, the world created by men for men, that somehow you need to pretend that none of that shit is real. It is very real. You know it's real. Hold on to that because that is what will help you. That's all we've got time for on today's episode of Clementine Rages Against the Patriarchy, a.k.a. Dear Clementine. If you have a question, you can send it to us at dearclementine at novapodcasts.com.au. Everything is anonymous. And as you've probably noticed by now, if you've listened to a few episodes, we are no holds barred here and we will not mince our answers. If you are liking the show, then you can rate it, you can review it, you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. But also at the moment, we are asking listeners to go and vote for us in the Australian Podcast Awards for the People's Choice for Best Australian Podcast. We've got the link to those awards in the liner notes of this episode. We would really, really love your support on this so that we can, you know, get the word out there that this is the place to go if you want real truth and not just the shit people like to say to try and make things seem better than they are. We love you. Until next time, I hope this podcast has found you well. Yours sincerely, Clementine.